You know what? It's personal, y'all. <laughs> we got to take it personal. So as we go into James 2, we're going to talk about how it is personal. Amen? Amen. Go and turn to your Bibles to James 2. He says, my brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, must, show, must not show favoritism. Amen. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a Gucci outfit, <laughs> wearing a gold ring and fine clothes. And a poor man in a filthy old clothes comes also in. If you show special attention to a man wearing fine clothes and say, here is a good seat for you, but you say to the poor man, you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet, have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judge, mm -hmm. a judges with evil thoughts? Wow. wow. Let's go to God in prayer. Amen. God, thank you so much. For your grace and your mercy. Father, we love you. Father, we understand that we're not worthy, Father, to be here. But because of your great love for us, that we're able to come and worship you this morning in freedom. Mm -hmm. Father, that we're not chained, Father, by anything. Right. That we can fully express our love this morning. That's right. Because of your son. Help us to worship you, Father, like you deserve. Mm -hmm. Help us to understand, Father, that this is personal. Right. That, Father, that, again, our relationship with you is personal. That's right. That, Father, everything that you have done has been so that we can help life to the full. That's right. I pray, Father, that nothing holds us back this morning yeah. in hearing your word. That's right. Allow our hearts to be open wide, Father, to what you have to say to us today. Right. Let us humble ourselves, Father, and allow myself not to speak anything but what you want us to hear this That's morning. Right. Father, we love you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 You know, one of the things that Dion is saying here to his team is that, hey, listen, it's no way that we're going to allow anybody to come to our home field and beat us. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's no way that we're going to allow anybody to come here on our turf and win. Right. Mm. You know, James is saying something very similar to the brothers and sisters. You know, he's saying something very similar. Again, we, we, we hear this, and he talks about the fact that someone comes in wearing what? Fine clothing. Right. right. Right, someone comes in and they, they're, 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 they're dressed to the teeth. And then another man comes in and he, he looks like me. But he looks like a rat tag. He, he has poor clothing on, right? Mm -hmm. And he doesn't look like us, mm -hmm. right? He doesn't look like you and I. Right. And we pay special attention to the person who is wearing what? Fine clothes. Yeah, right. right, and he says that, listen, my brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. you must not Amen. show favoritism. Amen. You know, he, he is saying that, listen, do you understand that we wear the jersey of Jesus? That's right. Amen. That's right. Like, he is glorious. Amen. 
Do you understand that who we come to worship this morning is glory? Amen. Amen. And sometimes we can come in and worship and be very, very static in our worship. Yeah. And not understanding that we're coming to worship someone who is glorious. That's right. Yeah. That should just bring us into awe this morning. Not all of a man will find clothing. Right. And not all of someone who thinks that we think can lift us up. That's right. Amen. But we understand who we are coming this morning and worshiping. That's right. Amen. We're worshiping a great God. He says, listen, this cannot be our character. Right. right. Amen. You know, he talks about this, and when we, when we see here, judgment. Mm. You know, we see, and we, 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 what we see with our eyes and what we can see easily affects what we believe about someone. Right. Wow. True. Man, we judge people, man. I know I do. Right. You know, I was at, I was playing basketball the day. <laughs> oh well. At the court, and I was playing basketball, and this guy comes in. I mean, we normally do a count, and I know that the way the count is going, this guy's gonna be on my team. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> and I was so quick to judge. I was like, man, this guy is oh. not gonna be good <laughs> based on what I what saw. Yeah. Right. I automatically assume. And guess what? I was right. You weren't good. That's besides the point. I don't know. Right? That's besides the point. Again, you know, I, I had to really think hard. I was like, man, listen, I'm working on this lesson, and I'm just so quick to what? To judge what I see. To, again, to automatically assume someone can't do something. Right. Again, that's, that's in us. Right? That is just, again, a lot of times who we are as people. Right. Again, we're very judgmental. We, we can, again, assume, and a lot of times we'll assume the worst, right? Right. About someone. Especially if they are different. Mm -hmm. Especially right. if they don't look like what? Look like us. That's right. Wow. If their culture is different. Right. Again, we automatically assume they're not going to be able to relate to me at all. Right. Again, this person is unrelatable. Wow, come on. You know, as we was, as we been studying it out, in James, we're gonna look at a recap here. You know who is James? Who is James? He's the brother of Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. So again, we're talking about the brother of Jesus. So we know he has some wisdom to share. Right. If anybody can share some wisdom, it's someone who actually grew up with Jesus. <laughs> right? Now in John 7, 5, we see that even, it says even his own brother. So again, James originally did not believe in Jesus himself. That's right. right. He grew up with Jesus, but he said, you know what? He, he didn't even believe in Jesus himself. In Acts 1, 14, it says they all joined together. So this is after Jesus had died. So again, it's believed that James became a disciple after the resurrection of Christ. Because again, why, why, why do I say that? Because again, in Acts 1.14, we see them with all the other disciples, right? Mm -hmm. And they're waiting. And, you know, we, and again, in Acts, it talks about wait for what? The gift of the Holy Spirit. Right. Yes. So then we transition over to Acts 2. Mm -hmm. We transition over to Acts 2, and it's, it's where they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And one of the things that, that happens during this time is that they receive the Holy Spirit in Acts 2. Mm -hmm. Right? In verse 36 it says, Therefore, that all Israel be assured of this, God has made this Jesus, 
whom you crucify, both Lord and Messiah. Wow. When the people heard this, they was what? Cut to the heart. Cut to the heart. Right. And it says, what shall we do, right? And we all understand they were repenting. And they were baptized. Amen. Right. And then we go on over down to verse 44. And that and it says, all of the believers were what? Together. Together. And they had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. And they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to the num their number daily those who were being what? Saved. saved. And saved. Mm -hmm. You know, again, we read this, and I've been reading this for years, and we get fired up. It's a great passage. It's a great understanding of what happens when we receive the Holy Spirit. Right. Yes. Right. right. When we get cut to the heart about what? About what Jesus did for us. Right. Yeah. When we understand the fact that he was merciful to us. Right. Right. That again, that he lived and he died for our sins. Right. And we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit when we become cut to the heart. And we understand that it was not anything that we did, right. but it was all through him. Right. He was the reason why we were able to receive this precious gift. The gift that, again, many of the believers this morning have. Many of you guys have already received. If you're a believer this morning, you have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. This is a precious gift. In James 1, one of the things that we talked about early on, was that all good gifts come from who? God. It comes from God. Amen. So everything that has happened in your life is from God. Right. Every good thing that you can accredit to your life, know that that is from God. Amen. Right. But a lot of times we become discouraged when bad things happen. Right. Yes. Right. We become discouraged, and that's what James is trying to urge them to say, listen, consider it pure joy. That's right. When you face any kind of trial. That's right. right. Any kind of trials, because right. what? It's going to produce something inside of you. Right. Amen. That is going to make sure that you're not lacking in anything. That's right. Amen. So we'll win. You don't have an answer for that. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway. So one of the things that we realize here is the reason why this is so important for us to understand. We have to understand the history we have to understand the reason why James is writing this letter. Right. Yeah. He is writing this letter to inspire them because they have been scattered at this point. Right. Right. They have been scattered and they have been away from one another. And they were going back to old habits. They were. Amen. 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 They were again not remembering who they were. So this was a letter and this was a statement that was very personal to James. That's right. He was a leader in the church. Right. And he had saw them at their height. Right. He saw when they were, again, using that gift of the Holy Spirit. That's and when right. they used that gift of the Holy Spirit, they didn't care about how you look. Right. They didn't care about what you had. They said they gave to anyone That's right. who had need. That's right. Amen. They understood that, again, it wasn't about how they can build up their life. Right. 
It wasn't about how they can, again, help a better life. So many times we're thinking about ourselves, right? right. right. We can be so self-focused. Self we can be all about how our life is going. Yes. But again, they, they, when they use that Holy Spirit inside of them, it was all about others. That's right. It was like, okay, John, he has a need. Let's take care of him. Yeah. Oh, this person has a need. How can we love him? How can we take care of him? That's right. They were all together. They, had, they, were, they said they were, had glad and sincere hearts. Right. Yes. They broke bread together. They were family. Amen. Amen. But now we see here in James where it says that he starts off talking about favoritism. We're going to actually go back there a little bit. Come on. Come on, brother. In verse, in verse 5, let's go down to verse 5. It says, listen, my dear brothers and sisters. Has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world? To be rich in faith, to inherit the kingdom, he promised those who love him. Come on, but you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are you not the, are you not the ones who are dragging you into court? So here's, here's some understanding that is important for us to understand. Is that they were getting dragged into court by the rich. So a lot of them, again, during this time, right of scatter, they were being scattered because they were what? Proclaiming the name of Jesus. That's right. right. So again, they, they, were, they were scattered, they were not together, and they had to leave their hometowns. Right. So can you imagine taking a stand for Jesus? Right? I'm going to take a stand. I'm going to allow this guilt of the Holy Spirit to again rise in me, and I'm going to not discriminate. I'm going to relate to people who are what? Not like me. Right. I'm going to give to people who are not like me. You got to understand that everyone, all these, all these people, they, they had to use the guilt of the tongues just to communicate. Yeah. Because, again, they did, not, they, they did not held the language. Again, they spoke different languages, right? Amen. So they had to use different gifts to communicate to one another. Right. Amen. So we understand that, again, these people did not have anything to come up. But in Acts 2, it says what? They had everything in common. That's right. Wow. Because Jesus was their everything. Amen. They understood that, again, the way that they loved each other was a reflection. It was a show of their great gratitude right. for what Jesus had done for them. Amen. He had saved them, and they were grateful for it. Right. But because of all the things that had transpired, because of the fact they were losing their careers, they were losing their jobs. They were losing their homes. They were being scattered. They were taken away from one another. What happens? They start to go back to their old ways. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They stop relying on the Holy Spirit. Come on. Come on. And they start to bring others down and start looking at you like, hey, you know what? You're poor. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can't help me. Right. Mm -hmm. Come on. You know what? You're, you're different. You're not like me. Come on. You can't help me. Right. Mm. Can you relate to that? Come yeah. on. Do you not know that thousands of churches this morning are gathered? And a lot of them are gathered this morning with like people. That's come on. Yes. Come on. People who look just like them. Right. Mm. Again. We have black churches this morning. Yes, sir. Amen. We have white churches. Mm -hmm. 
We have all different types of churches meeting this morning. And it's all based on the fact that you can't help me. I want to be with people who can. You know, again, you can't, listen, I, I, you, don't, you don't make enough money to come to my church. You know, we meet here. Again, I'm sure it's a poor church for you to go to. Yes, sir. I'm sure it's a church in your neighborhood that you can go to, right? That's right. And a lot of times our churches reflect our community. Right. Come on. A lot of times our churches reflect who we are, who we hang around, right? Right. But that's not who Christ was. That's right. Come on now. Christ did not identify with the rich. He did not identify with those who can who can lift you up. And a lot of times the reason why we would show attention to someone we feel is rich is because we want to be seen. Right. Yeah. Right. Or we can, we think that that person can do what? Help us. Yeah. Come on. What, what, they, what can this rich man do for me? So if I allow this rich man to get this good seat, mm -hmm. right? Maybe he'll remember me one day. Come on. Maybe he'll take care of me. Maybe he'll know who I am. Maybe he'll remember me, right? Mm -hmm. And so many times we can just build on shallow things. Mm -hmm. Yes. Come on, Brian. But they say, listen, that's not who my brother was. Right. Amen. That's not who James was. I mean, that's not who Jesus was. Right. Come on. He came to seek those who are poor. Amen. And I'm going to ask you this morning, how do you identify? Mm -hmm. I know we see our hard time seeing ourselves as poor. Mm -hmm. But we are. We're poor. We all are poor. Mm -hmm. We all have a need for Christ. Amen. And so many times, the more you have, the harder it is to see that great need. That's wow. true. That's true. Christ. You know, a lot of times I think that it's so easy for us to look at one another. Even in this room, right? And we can sit here in this room and we'll walk out and not have meaningful relationships. Mm -hmm. Right? Not have really communion with one another. Right, we come here this morning, we're gonna worship, but how much do we really know one another? Right? And then we might know somewhat of each other, those who might look like me, right? Or who can relate to me. Right. But again, someone who doesn't look like me. Right. Or who is not in my age bracket. Right. Right? Do we build relationships with them? Right. Come on. Right. Do you build relationships? Do you go after relationships only of the ones that you think can benefit you? Come on. Come on. Come on, Brian. Come on. Let's talk now. Do you build with people who only you can do is give? Come on. That again, in that relationship, you might not get anything. Come on. Well, that, that's who Christ was. Amen. He went after relationships that they could not do anything for him. Right. Man. That's right. He wasn't looking, he wasn't looking to be exalted by anyone. Right. But he was looking to do what? Come and serve. Right. Amen. Come on. And this is why it was personal. 
to James. Right. Mm -hmm. Because again, this morning, I don't know what you came to do. I don't know if you came to get a great le a lesson or uh, come to hear some good singing so you can go and feel good about yourself. Mm. Or did you come to give? Did you come to say, who can I love this morning? Amen. Who can I help this morning? Who can I show Christ to Amen. this morning? And how do we show Christ to one another? How do we do that? We do it by the way that we take care of one another. Amen. 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 We do it by the way that we take care of one another. You know, one of the things that's crazy is when I first came out to church here, that was 17 years ago. Come on. Wow. Mm. Mm. Correction. I was 17. <laughs> I was 17 years old, so again, it's been some time. And what, what's crazy about that, what's, what's crazy about it is that my dad had got invited out to church first. And if you guys, if you know anything, listen, my dad was a man who never went to church. So me and my dad, we had a, a, a weird relationship at this point. You know, he, you know, we were, we were close to at one point, and then, you know, he kind of fell on some hard times in his life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, you know, I saw just my dad's life just go to a place where it was just not um, admirable. Come you know, on, I looked down at my dad. On, you know, at one point, my dad, you know, I, I looked up to him, and he, he, he made a lot of money. You know, we had a nice house, we had nice cars. I mean, again, it was amazing. And then remember, my, my mom and my dad, they went through a divorce. My dad became so depressed, it was hard for him to work. Mm -hmm. So during this time, he fell on, he fell on bad times, right? And again, he started to lose everything. He lost his job, he lost, he lost um, everything. Come on, Brian. And it was a very tough, you know, it was, it was tough for him, the divorce was tough. And it was tough when I found him because, you know, I'd never seen my dad be so low. You know, but he loved my mom. And again, it was, it was so tough for him to see himself losing his wife. That it was hard for him to even take care of us, right? So my dad, he went from being the man in our neighborhood, right? He had, you know, again, it was all about just the look. It was all about how, you know, good your, how good your house was. We were the first in our neighborhood to have a brick fence. I mean, I'm brick, I'm sorry, brick um, mailbox. I don't know if you guys ever had a mailbox before, but again, we had a brick mailbox. And I remember we lived in a type of community where everyone had to keep up the Joneses. So as soon as we got the brick mailbox, everybody else got the brick mailbox. And it was keeping up with the boroughs. So we went from keeping up with the boroughs to my dad working at Shell gas station. Mm -hmm. okay. Come on. And then at this point, my dad had invited me to come and move in with him because my mom had put me out because I was at a fool in um, high school. So my mom put me out, put me out the house, and I go to stay with him. And his his location is not what I'm used to. Come on. I mean, I'm talking about he was in the hood hood. Mm -hmm. 
I'm like, man, there's no way I'm moving into this house. Right? So I asked my sister, hey, sis, can I come live with you? And my dad, me and him, we had, we had this huge argument. I remember having this huge argument with my dad. And I was like, listen, man, you, you, you're no one that I want to be like. I don't want to be like you. And I remember, again, going months without talking to my dad. Going months without having a relationship with my dad. At one point, we were so close. And again, going a time frame without, without having communication. And all of a sudden, I get a phone call from my grandmother, and she says, your dad is dead. She says, your dad has passed away. Your dad is dead. And I remember being so convicted. I was thinking about the fact that I wasted all that time mm -hmm. looking at all these things that what? Did not matter. matter. Exactly right. Right. I was looking at with my eyes of things I thought he needed to have. And now I'm crying in the back, boo-hooing, right? Because what? I lost my dad. That's right. That's right. And we can be like that, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We can be like that. We can be losing out on great relationships, mm -hmm. great people, mm -hmm. things that God wants to show us, things that God wants to bless us with. Amen. But we're afraid to have a communication with someone sitting right by us. That's right. Amen. Why? That's right. Why? Why? Because what? They don't look like me. Mm -hmm. That we don't relate. But listen, when we use the gift of the Holy Spirit, we have everything in coming. Amen. We have Amen. everything in coming. You know, I remember during this time, me and my sister, we're driving down to go see the body. We're going to go see my dad's body. And I'm just sad. I'm crying. I'm boo-hooing. And we get to the hospital. And my mom, she runs out, she's stopping us, she's stopping us, and she said, hey, listen, listen, it's not your dad. <laughs> it's your granddad. Well, not good. See, my granddad and my dad had the same name, but he was junior, and my granddad was senior. And I remember that prayer. During that time, I, I prayed all the way there. I said, God, if you just give me a little bit what? more time. Wow. And God blessed that. Mm -hmm. He answered that prayer. And I remember just being committed to say, hey, listen, I'm just going to spend time with my dad. I don't care what he has. Mm -hmm. And just wanted to be with my dad. And by this time, my dad, right, I didn't know it because I had stopped hanging out with him. By this time, my dad had became a disciple. Mm -hmm. He got baptized. And what was crazy about that was I remember being at the funeral and looking behind me. And at the funeral was a, a white guy and an oriental woman. And I'm like, why are they here? <laughs> Who invited them? Right? And I remember after the service, I go back and my dad's like, oh, no, no, no. These are my new church members. We go, we go to church together. Listen, it's the small things. Right. It's the small things, because I remember as a non-believer, them showing up. Mm -hmm. I remember as a non-believer looking back 
and linking it to that diversity. Right. That's right. And guess what it was to me? Strange. Yes. 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 You know, the makeup of the people here in Acts 2 that we read about to the world was strange. Mm -hmm. That's right. It was strange that they had relationships with one another like this. It was strange that, again, they were meeting together and they were breaking bread together with glad and sincere hearts. That's right. It was weird to the world. And what James is trying to remind us, listen, we are in this world, but we're not of this world. Right. We're built different. That's right. That's right. And our relationships have to be more than just a quick chit-chat. Right. Our relationships have to be more than us coming together in service and then going out and never to speak again until what? Sunday. That's right. Come on. They had deep relationships. Right. And they didn't care about how you look. They didn't care about what you had. They didn't care about all the things that we concern ourselves with. Amen. All they knew is, I'm going to show you Christ. Amen. When you look at me, you don't see Brian Burke. Right. When you come in here, I want you to see Jesus. That's right. Amen. Come on. Amen. I don't want you to look at me on the outside. I want you to see Christ. And that's how they were loving one another. That's right. Amen. And that's what Jesus did. So many times we can get come to church so wrong. We can think that it's about a show. We can think about it's about seeing me and, and trying to be entertained. Where it's all about us trying to show one another Jesus. Amen. Right. That's what has the lasting impact. Right. That is the thing that we remember the most. Right. I call Come it strange on. faith. Come on. Strange faith. You know, in Acts 2. In verse 13, let me tell you how strange this faith was. Mm -hmm. The faith was so strange that they thought that they had been drinking wine. They were like, man, these people are drunk. Right. <laughs> what have they been drinking? They were like, this, 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 trust me, we're good. We haven't been drinking. Right? And why? That was the Holy Spirit. Right? right? What I'm stating to you this morning is, when we rely on the Holy Spirit, what the world should see from Christ Church is something different. Amen. Amen. When they see us, they're like, man, those people are strange. Come on. Why? Because, again, we're in the world, but we're not of this world. Amen. Amen. When people see us, they say, listen, that church... It's strange, but they're loving. Amen. Something about them is different. That's right. Amen. You know, again, when I go every other place, I don't feel this love. That's right. Amen. You know, again, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel Come on, this type of non-judgment. That's right. Right? When I come here, I don't feel discriminated. Right. Amen. But you know, 
churches today are some of the places with the most judgment. Yes. 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 And it's hard for me to see Jesus because I'm worried about how you're looking at me. That's right. That's right. That's right. But when we learn to fix our eyes on who? Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Who is the author and perfecter of what? Our faith. That means that we no longer are looking at ourselves. Right. So many times we can look at ourselves and say, hey, listen, I'm not enough. I don't have enough. I can't give enough. Right. Right? Or this person doesn't have enough. They can't help me. They're not wise. Mm -hmm. And say, we know, well, we need to fix our eyes on who? Jesus. Jesus. And as we start looking the way that Jesus sees one another, we start to what? Unlock relationships. And we start to unlock things that God is trying to bless us with. Amen. Every good gift comes from who? God. From God. Amen. And then it bleeds over. We go from strange faith to having crazy faith. Come on. Come on, Brian. So strange faith to crazy faith. What is crazy faith? Crazy faith has no reason. Like it makes no sense. Right. <laughs> it, it, it literally makes no sense of why we're doing what we're doing. I remember it was a young lady, someone maybe sitting in the front. You know, she decided to have what I call crazy faith. <laughs> and she came, it was 2018. And she came to me and said, listen, I need a place to stay. <laughs> I need a place to stay, you know, again, um, you know, I, I just, I need a place to stay. And me and my wife was expecting our baby girl. We were expecting a baby girl on the way. And this was Brian Hill. If I can get to it. And this is our first time, me and my wife, man, we, we were so excited. Because, again, we wanted a little girl for so long. We got three boys, by the way. <laughs> so we got three boys, and we wanted the girl so bad. It was like, listen, we were just so excited. And we did our own little D, uh, DIY project. And it was amazing. We were able to go in, and we got this room ready. And I thought I was getting it ready for Brian Hill. <laughs> but God had other plans. Well, well, well. I was actually getting this room ready. For Brie. Well, and I remember going to my wife and saying, hey, listen, you know, Brie, she needs a place to stay. Do you mind? And Kim was like, no, let's do it. I'm like, that's crazy faith. <laughs> you know, at this time, we, we really, I mean, we knew Brie, but we didn't know Brie like that. Right? And Brie moves into our home. And we just got a new door. That's awesome. But it was amazing to see what God did in that time. Not only did God use that time for us to learn from one another, right? We, we, we had our arguments and fights, right? We were family. Right? We were family. We got a chance to learn from one another. And then all of a sudden, 
I remember Bree meets Andy. And Andy starts coming down. This is during COVID. Right? And again, he starts coming down. He comes down. And all of a sudden, I'm doing a wedding. They get married. Did it I'm giving you the short burst. Speed this is speed day. So they get married. And all of a sudden, wait, they buy a house. And now they're helping us. That's right. Now we're saying thank you so much for taking care of what? Five kids. While we go out, Bless them. the gift that keeps on giving, Amen. right? Amen. Yesterday, I was so proud. Um, Bree, she called me. She was like, "Listen, you know, we're having some visitors come by our house. Uh, we're having we're having a, a huge party. Um, we're having some visitors come out to our house. And can you bring two of your kids so they can play with our visitors?" So we get there and they have a house full of people. That's awesome. At what? Their house. Right. Yeah. At their house. Right. And we see how God works when we're out of ourselves. Right. When we use what we call crazy faith. It was right. crazy for her even to make that request. And it was absolutely crazy for us to say yes. <laughs> but God blessed it. Blessed it. Why? Because what we saw in Acts 2. It says, they gave to all that what? Had need. Right. Listen, we don't win by ourselves. Right. Man. We don't win by ourselves. What is faith? And I'm going to tell you what faith is. Because we're talking about crazy faith. Crazy faith is understanding that, listen, this has no reason. Right. This makes no sense. But when we step into crazy faith, God will start revealing the why. Right. See, at that point, when I said yes, it was crazy. Right. When we allowed Bree to come in, we thought it was crazy. But God was setting us up to what? To win. Right. Amen. We, we started to understand as believers that God always has a way. That's right. Amen. He has already worked out a path for you. Come on. And a lot of times we don't want to go on the path that he has for us. No, sir. Because we're afraid. Nice. We're afraid to step into what I call crazy faith. Right. But this morning when I was thinking about Bree and thinking about this great party they had last night and thinking about them giving it all made sense. Amen. I understood exactly the reason why we said yes. Because his plan is so much better than our plan. That's right. Amen. His ways are so much greater than ours. Yes, sir. And what I want to urge you with this morning as we start studying out James. Yes, sir. Is to look at it through a lens of love. Right. How can I 
love my brothers and sisters. Right. Amen. That's how he started the letter out. Right. He says, my dear brothers and sisters, those who hold what? The glorious name of Jesus. Right. Amen. That glorious name. Those who claim to be in the faith, we cannot show favoritism. Right. We cannot allow what we see to influence what we do. Right. It's looking past that. Amen. It's again allowing relationships to forge. People in this room this morning, we need to be able to connect. Right. And I, I guarantee you, as you start trusting God in our relationships, as we start trusting God and what he's going to do in our relationships, you'll start seeing what God would do with what I call crazy faith. Amen. Amen. He wants us to have crazy faith. Why? John 13, 34 and 35, it says, A new command I give you. Love one another as what? I have loved you. I have loved you. So you must love one another by this. Everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Amen. You know, as we live out our faith, one of the things I want to just urge you with this morning is we can do a lot of different things. You know, we can have potlucks. We can have bingo nights. Mm -hmm. We can have all types of activities, right? <laughs> right. But if we don't love one another, Come we on. have nothing. Come on. That's right. Amen. He says, no, you're not going to know that people are my disciples by the way they play bingo. Definitely not. You're not going to know that people are my disciples by the way they do all these different potlucks, all these different activities. No, he's talking about real, authentic love. Right. He's talking about real, authentic relationships. And if we can't have those type of relationships with one another, in 1 John he says, well, how can you have that type of relationship with me? Right. Yeah. Amen. See, you cannot claim to love Jesus or God who what? You cannot see. Right. Right. But yet hate your brother. Right. Amen. Or discriminate against your brother. Right. Or judge your brother. Right. Amen. Or say you're not good enough to sit at this table with me, brother. Right? Mm -hmm. We must be different. He says, I give you this new command not to give you something else to do. Right. But to bring you, yourself liberty. Right. Because in those relationships, you're going to gain so much. But one of the things you're going to gain most of all is understanding how much I love you. That God has set us up to win. Right. That we've all been set up to win when we deep when we go deep in our relationships with one another with one another. Amen. And it's a benefit to us all. Amen. Right. You know, I think about the couple at the back of the funeral, they never know their fruit. Mm. Right, that's right. That's real. Mm. That's real talk. 
They don't know by just showing up to that funeral, it influenced a young kid like me. That's right. Wow, me on. just seeing them there, that strange sight I saw, <laughs> right? It was something different. I wasn't used to seeing an Oriental and a white man at a black church, right? I wasn't used to that. And they never understood their impact. Right, right. That's the same way we are. That's right. You don't understand your impact when someone in this congregation is going through something. Right. And you decide to love. Right. That's right. You don't see the fruit. You might not see it, but trust me, it's there. Amen. God will again do more than we can ever think or imagine. Amen. When we lean into what? Into loving one another. Right. Amen. You know, he doesn't want us to have shallow relationships. And we got to fight hard that our relationships here are not shallow. Right. Amen. That we're using faith in our relationships. A lot of times we're trying to use faith for the job promotion. We're trying to use faith in all these things that are out of it, right? Again, I need to use faith. I need to, I need to hold on to my faith for this. No, sometimes we need to use our faith just to apologize. Right, that's right. That's right. Sometimes it takes faith to say I'm sorry, right? And guess what it also takes? It takes a lot of faith to forgive someone. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It takes a lot of faith to go after somebody. And they might not respond. Right. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of faith to continue to go after somebody. Mm -hmm. And they might not respond. But isn't that what Christ did for us? Yeah. Yes. It says, yet when we what? Powerless. Christ did what? He died for us. He, he died for us when you wasn't thinking about him. Yes. Amen. Right. He didn't know what your response would be. And he still died. Come on. In, in our relationships, we got to have faith to trust God. That again, the fruit of what we do, the way that we give, and again, it's not those big things that we're trying to do, right? Mm -hmm. It's the small thing. Right. It's Come just on. us showing up. And I'm going to ask you this morning are we going to show up for one another? Right. Amen. Are we going to show up for one another? You know, Stevie Wonder, he says the best. He says, I just called <laughs> to say, I love you. I love you. Sometimes it's just a simple phone call. Sometimes it's a simple text. Son lost most sins early in the morning. That will spur you on. Sometimes it's been those reminders lately that Tosin has been putting into our Men's chat. Right. Good stuff. Sometimes it's just that simple phone call to let someone know I've been praying about you. Right. Right? Yeah. And we get so down on ourselves. Yeah. Right? Because again, we weren't able to no, what what are you able to do? Mm -hmm. Are you able to send a text message? Yeah. yeah. Are you able to say, listen, I'm just praying for you. That's right. Right? Yeah. That's right. It's the small things. That's right. And trusting that God 
would do more with our small things that's, that's right. than we can think as or imagine. Amen. Amen. To God be glory. Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for your great love for us. Father, I pray that out of you a great our great mercy that you have had for us. Right. That we consider what this time is. Right. This time is a time that we can really lean into your love. That's right. Father, it's not anything that we have done to deserve community this morning, Father. That's right. The relationships that you have put in this room, Father. Yes, sir. The ones that we often can take for granted. Father, I pray that we trust in you. Knowing, Father, that you have all things worked out. Father, that you are with the broken heart. Right. Father, I am encouraged and I am inspired, Father, that you use broken pieces. Well, Father, we are broken people right. who need your love. That's right. But, Father, I pray that we don't just hold it to ourselves, Father, but we think about, we think about one another. And we think about how we can give to one another. Right. Father, be with us as we take communion this morning. Help inspire us, Father, that you're with us. Right. And help inspire us, Father, that we all win together. Right. That's Father, right. that you pray that we will be one. That's right. And I pray, Father, that we don't stop until we reach complete unity. That's right. And Father, that unity can't happen in the world. Right. And we don't expect it to, Father. Right. But we do expect it in your kingdom. Yes, sir. Right. We expect it in your church, Father. We expect it amongst ourselves, Father. Right. Because, Father, though we're in this world, we're not of it. Right. Father, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. We love you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you.